Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about faith, family, freedom, the state of Illinois, our nation, and conservative action. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick. Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick. As a Spotlight listener, you value the true meaning of Christmas, and that true meaning is being observed in, of all places, the rotunda of the Illinois Capitol Building in Springfield. A manger scene is on display there, uh, thanks to the work of the Springfield Nativity Scene Committee. I'm joined by Delbra Pratt with the Illinois Prayer Caucus. Delbra, when you see the manger scene at the very center of state government, what comes to mind? Well, what comes to mind is that we have set up the nativity scene and it is in the eye of the beholder. You know, we talk about uh, getting Christ back into places. Well, the most important place or one of the most important places is the public square. So here we are today at the Illinois State Capitol. I usually say our Illinois State Capitol because it is the people's house. And here we are with the display of the nativity reminding everyone that Christ is born. Christ is born. God says he blesses the people, that the nation even will be blessed when the people are righteous. So when there's righteous people within a state or righteous people within the nation of America, then the nation is blessed, the state is blessed, and God said he sends the rain on the just and the unjust. So even the unjust are recipients of a good reign, a reign of blessing, a reign of mercy, a reign of grace from God when there's a righteous remnant in the people. Now this nativity display says so many things, but it also says that we as Christians have the right to worship in the public square. That means a lot, doesn't it? It does, because I noticed many years ago that the progressives in the nation, what sometimes we call the left in the nation. I call them regressives. Regressives, okay, that's a good word too. But they decided that rather than freedom of religion, they parlayed that into freedom to worship. And what they meant was, and mean today, you can worship, but only within the four walls of your church. So to take the nativity scene, set it up on display in the state capital of Illinois, in the rotunda of the Capitol building, it makes a huge statement about religious liberty and freedom of religion. What's the danger of not putting displays like this up in the public square? Well, we're a forgetful people, Monty. We are a forgetful people, and we have forgotten too much of our heritage. Now, you would think that people wouldn't forget that Christ was born at Christmas time, but the day is progressing, is coming, when fewer and fewer people are going to church, fewer people know the Bible stories. And so to me, as a Christian, it is vitally important that we maintain a presence in the public square, whether it's the state capital of Illinois, or the public schools, or the media, the corporate boardroom. We need the presence of God, the knowledge of who He is and who Christ is everywhere we go because it provides a blessing to us. You know, what you said is, I think, also true. I would suspect that at least half of the young people in America couldn't quote you John 3.16. And we had a couple calls into the IFI office. Didn't know who Billy Graham was. Wow. That's where we are. That's where we are. And we have got to 
make the effort. It's on us. It, we have to make the effort to speak boldly, act boldly, and make the effort to lift up Christ. Didn't Christ say, I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to myself? This is a part of lifting up Christ in the public eye so that they can behold the Savior. Now, during your comments at the actual presentation here in the uh, state capitol, you talked about it's important for Christians to make a stand. You know, we prayed for a lot of years. We have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And in my heart, it's time to get up and take some action. We have to go to the school board. We have to go to the county board. We have to go to the city council. We are the ones who need to go and let our voice be heard, the righteous voice of a biblical worldview. God has a reason for everything. And if we can articulate that gospel message, say about a man, if a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. Now, God simply meant that if an able-bodied man is unwilling to work, well, then he doesn't eat. But we don't understand that the public square anymore. No, we've got to feed everybody whether they deserve it or not. I'm not of that ilk anymore. I think we need to get back to the biblical principles and then things will be set in order again. Well, here in the Illinois State Capitol Rotunda, not only is there a nativity scene on display, but there's a display up for the Freedom From Religion Foundation and a satanic symbol. I'm shocked, but this is where we are in America today. That's right, and here's what I would say about that. God said, choose this day whom you will serve. He said, choose blessing and choose life. Do not choose death and cursing. If we understand correctly, there's a display of that commandment that God made to choose life right here at our Illinois State Capitol. We can't make anybody believe anything, but we can give a display of the truth. God talks a lot, or, or there's a lot, several different scriptures about empty words. Who has deceived you with empty words? Death is an empty word, and we need to choose life. And so I just feel like the choice is right before us. And, you know, with you and IFI and all of us, we choose life. We choose life. But as you know, life is certainly under attack here in Illinois. We kind of want to talk about that when we get together for part two of this edition of Illinois Family Spotlight. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. The news coming out of the election in the UK is huge. The question in our country is simple. Are the Democrats paying attention? Jeremy Corbyn, the radical leader of Britain's Labour Party, just led his party to its greatest defeat in nearly 100 years. He ran on a platform of complete, unrestrained left-wing insanity. British politics tends to be a few years ahead of American politics. Thatcher preceded Reagan, Blair preceded Bush, and Boris Johnson preceded Trump. So Democrats should be listening. As it turns out, completely unmitigated left-wing insanity isn't an enticing deal for coal miners. The industrial labor class is not likely to vote for candidates promising deindustrialization and massive tax hikes to pay for free college. If the Democratic leadership wants to win, they should hit the brakes and cut out AOC and her Corbynista pals. The alternative is political irrelevance. I'm Jerry Boyer.
Thanks once again for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larrick here, along with Delbert Pratt with the Illinois Prayer Caucus. We're speaking in the rotunda of the Illinois State Capitol Building. We got together for the observance of the uh, dedication of the Illinois Nativity Scene brought to you, thankfully, by the Springfield Nativity Scene Committee. Delbra, we talked about uh, life being under attack here in Illinois before we took the break, and it certainly is. And we're hearing that even parental notice of abortion could fall prey to the radical regressive left. I know, and that's a real threat. The thing is, Monty, that that those threats are always going to be around us. All we can do or what we should do is stand up. We just talked about that before, about we have to stand up. We can't allow this spirit of death to continue, not just in Illinois, as you know, New York, California, several other states, they are, sorry to use the term, but dead set on uh, having abortion up to the point of birth and sometimes even after allowing for a baby to die after a botched abortion. It is horrific, yet we have a choice. It always comes back to the choice of life and When we speak to people, we have to affirm life. We don't make exceptions. We don't make exceptions for death. We don't tolerate the spirit of death. We choose life, we speak life, we bless, we help where we can, we stand in the gap, and we just stand. Well, when I see this nativity display, and I think of what's happening here in Illinois, if Mary were alive today, Planned Parenthood might come along and say, hey, you know, you have a different choice here. That's what could happen. Absolutely. That is the truth. That is exactly what could happen if Mary was alive today. But she's not, and Christ is. So there we are. We're right back to Christ and the nativity scene and the hope of the world, the anchor of our soul, that regardless, I think here's what's happening. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken. This issue of life is shaking families. It's shaking corporations. It's shaking schools. It's shaking everything that we have to do with because it's a, it's a core issue. And so when things are shaken, things also can either come into order or they continue down that road of uh, even more depravity, which is, I hope that's not what happens in Illinois. I think it's a real risk that this door of abortion, this door of death that's been opened in Illinois will only serve to continue down the death spiral and the perversion and other issues that we face in Illinois with our, our school children especially is a result, it's fruit from the spirit of death. And we just have to We just have to keep fighting and standing and praying, but not just praying. I'm going to go back to that. There's time for prayer and there's time for action. And oh my, is it time for action in Illinois of the body of Christ. Well, amen. Speaking of action, what's the Illinois Prayer Caucus doing in response to the threat against parental notification? The issue with parental notification and actually the life issue so far has been outside the parameter of the Illinois Prayer Caucus Network. Our core issues are religious liberty. Now, I see life as a religious liberty personally, but um, the leadership that we're under right now, that they have not expanded to that. Uh, several of us state directors are expecting they will expand that to include issues in the legislatures, legislatures regarding abortion. And you're seeing the threat? They're seeing the threat. 
Yeah. You talked about school children, and school children in Illinois will soon be having lessons in LGBT history. There's no clear opt-out for parents, so you have to be concerned, one, but what are you calling on lawmakers to do about this? What I'm calling on lawmakers to do is to repeal that, but even more than that, we have to, as parents, as grandparents, as taxpayers to the school system through uh, property taxes, we are the ones that have to, again, Marty, Monty, it goes back to taking a stand. If I had children in a school right now, I don't. I have children and grandchildren, but the children are older and the grandkids, of course, don't go to the area that I live live in, but I would organize parents and go to the school boards and say, if you teach this, we will not send our kids to school. Now, there's a threat that the school board won't yield because of lawsuits, because of loss of money, uh, that type of thing. You know what? They get paid for kids attending school. If enough of us would band together, enough parents in each school district would go to their school board and say, we are not putting up with this. I'm telling you, this gets me riled up. You cannot allow the children in Illinois, their innocence and their purity to be just taken away the way this is gonna happen in Illinois. We can't allow it, but it takes parents uniting. Parents Uniting, power in numbers. Yes, yes, and we can do it. They don't have the power. We have the power. I sometimes think, think we forget that, but we do have the power. And so if we could just unite and uh, see, see this go by the wayside rather than instituted in this 2020 school year, which is when it is uh, mandated, I think. I think in July, yeah. Yes. I think, though, and I hope I'm wrong on this, that maybe there are a lot of... Uh, Christian parents who say, well, you know, my kids are immune from this. We send them to a Christian school or we're homeschooling. But there is a threat there. And I would suggest that one of these days they're going to say, well, if you want to graduate, this has to be part of your curriculum. Mm -hmm. There's much pressure to do that. And with the uh, uh, sexual orientation laws that are being passed in state legislatures, I think it's called the Equality Act in the Congress of the United States. Already passed the U.S. House. Yes. Hopefully it will not have uh, even a slim chance in the Senate to get passed. But because of those bills that are being passed, every time a state passes those types of laws, then we are at risk in every sphere of influence. We think we're immune because we have a Christian school. Wait, because if SOGI uh, sexual orientation laws begin to be passed uh, even on a greater scale, we will lose religious liberty even more than we have at this point. Well, we need to be in contact with our lawmakers yes. about these measures, uh, LGBT history, but also the Equality Act. Yes. I would say even especially the Equality Act. Yes, I agree. I agree. I'm. Yes, I agree. It's just that Sometimes it's like they don't hear us. When we were here with IFI this past March, I think, uh, for a day, a pro-life day, and lobby our legislators, 3,000 people showed up in Illinois at the Capitol, uh, and yet our lawmakers disregarded that influx of all the people who wanted to be to be remembered in the laws that they were passing that were pro-abortion. We didn't want abortion bills. We wanted bills that affirmed life and they ignored us. So 
Yes, contact your legislator, legislator. Absolutely, we've got to do that with our state reps and state senators and our U.S. congressmen and senators. And yet, band together in your territory. Join together with people of like precious faith in your town, in your school, wherever you are, because in that sphere, you have authority. Legal, high-potency marijuana is coming to Illinois for recreational use, supposedly just for adults. We know about the dangers, possible brain damage, addiction, more drug drivers on the road, in our workplaces, etc. But there are spiritual dangers here too, aren't there? Absolutely. Mind-altering drugs. We are be to be of sober mind. And there's no way, whether you're stoned or whether you're drunk, that you are of sound mind and body. And there is such danger. I know it's an old term as a gateway drug, but there is evidence that it is. There is evidence. I mean, all we have to do is look at Colorado and what has happened since they took the step. And yet we ignore the facts. And so... We just have to keep speaking the truth, speaking the truth, speaking the truth. And it's on them if they don't listen. Our legislators, other mayors who can, and city councils that actually have an opportunity to at least opt out. Thank God that's in there. I don't think a lot are taking advantage of that, but it would be good if more did. Now, is the Illinois Prayer Caucus making this an item of prayer? Yes, we pray about life. We pray about the uh, the drugs issue, the marijuana issue in Illinois. We pray about uh, actually a lot of our prayer though is actually for our legislators, for their marriages, for their wives, for their children, for their husbands. A lot of them have ministries for their ministries, their businesses. Our prayer, a lot of times up to this point, has been focused more on our legislators. There is a shift with the caucus, both on a national level and on a state-by-state -state level, where we are focusing, going to be focusing more and more on legislation, money in the coming year. That's good to hear. Yeah. But when you pray for these lawmakers, you're praying for the folks who make those laws yes. so you can change hearts and minds, yes. can't you? We can. And I left out we pray for their salvation because that's, that's, that's the most important thing because we do have a lot that either don't know Christ or have walked away from the Christ that they once committed to. And so our hope is that they, they do come back. But we definitely can have an influence. And, and the fact that we're in the Capitol praying, the prayer caucus comes once a week when they're in session, when the legislature is in session. We're we're here one day a week while they're in session to pray. So we bring the presence of God with us. And so the light or the darkness becomes a little less dark because the light of Christ is in the Capitol. And every believer in the Capitol, every, in this Capitol complex, that's a light for God. And uh, I, did, I, I should have mentioned we also pray for staff. Uh, here at the Capitol. When, when I send out my email on a weekly basis to the legislators, I address it to dear legislators and staff. Do you have, we're going to be at the Capitol again this week. Do you have any prayer requests? Text me, call me, email me. We'll be glad to pray for you. And Monty, we actually get prayer requests sent back to us by our legislators and staff. Wow, that's great news. Is the Illinois Prayer Caucus looking for recruits? Always, always looking for recruits. The Illinois Prayer Caucus Network, actually. We pray uh, for the Illinois Legislative Prayer Caucus and support them. The Legislative Prayer Caucus 
are the members of the legislature, whether reps or senators. The Prayer Caucus Network is people like me who are prayers and intercessors, and we just join together. And you could send me an email at delbra at IllinoisPrayerCaucus.com, and I'd be glad to respond to you and get you connected. Okay, what was that again? Delbra at IllinoisPrayerCaucus.com. Now, your husband, Stan, is a pastor, your pastor. Where's your church? Our church is in Taylorville, Illinois. It's the Way of Life Church. If folks would like to stop by on a Sunday morning, they could do that. They could. 1929 West Spresser. Uh, visitors are always welcome. We're a casual church. You can come dressed up or casual. We welcome everybody. Listen, thank you so much. Delbert Pratt with the Illinois Prayer Caucus Network. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And God bless Illinois. Amen, Monty. Bless you. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to Illinois Family Spotlight. Do support the work of Illinois Family Institute and tell a friend about Illinois Family Spotlight. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information, please visit us at ifiaction.org and look for us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us questions or comments, please do so at feedback at ifiaction.org. Until next time, stay engaged and keep your eyes on the prize.